The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. Today we're going to focus on Everyday Chef's Best. And I have on the phone with me, John O'Leary. Hello, John. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Let's talk about who you are, what it is you do, how you got started. When I was in high school, I was working at a grocery store. So all through my high school career, I've always been involved in food for some reason. Let's do a shout out. Where'd you work? Sharp's Food Market, Campbellford. Yeah. Great people. Yeah. Excellent family. I, I just loved cooking when I was a kid. I would beg my mom, Mom, can I make dinner? That sort of thing. And it was something I loved to do. I got steered to go to Loyalist College for hotel restaurant management. Took that to a two-year program there. Like when you're in school, you kind of make the decision. Do you want to go into the tourism side or the food and beverage side? And I just loved it. And so that's kind of just the stepping stone, restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. I was in Belleville for a while. Moved to Coburg, actually. I ended up working at a, a Winchester Arms in Belleville. And then job opened up at the Cat and the Fiddle, which everybody knows in town here. So they were run by Barry and Ira Jones. And so I, I had the opportunity. I moved to Coburg. Been here ever since. Worked in a few places in town. As most people know, I was at the Woodlawn Inn for the longest time, for 18 years. Stayed there right till the end, right till the till the place old. And Did you ever think about buying it? They, they, they wanted me to. <laughs> they yeah. really did. Yeah. To tell you the truth, like I just got out of the, the restaurant mentality kind of checked out of it. I just see how much work and time it goes into not being super hugely successful. I decided to uh, do my own thing. 2013, I I kind of dreamed up this idea of having my own business. To tell you the truth, at the end, I would see how much business we turned away when people would call and ask for catered lunch or a delivered dinner or something. It just wasn't something that we offered at the time. So we never really did the the off-site catering. But I thought, like, I could do that. Like, this is my food. This is what people want. I absolutely could do this. So I started very small scale doing small catering jobs and food orders. So I would make, like, soups or entrees or pastas. When I had a very small following at the start, uh, people would call me up Thanksgiving weekend and that sort of stuff. And it just kind of snowballed, snowballed, and got more, more and more popular. About four years ago, I was asked to be a vendor at the farmer's market. I started just doing the things that I do, my soups, my frozen entrees, my salads, and things like that. So that that started snowballing, too. End of March rolls around and shutting the hotel down, shutting down the the dining room, and just going to take it, which was very successful, in my opinion. I thought we did a great job. That was so stressful, though, because you'd walk in there and you don't know if you have a job. Everyone was laid off except for five of us. That was just scary. Not a fun time. No. So you, you go through the first lockdown, you're doing takeout for the restaurant, and things slowly open up where people can, I, I know that you set up some outside tables um, yeah. at the restaurant and people were eating you know, fresco. You get past that era and then the place is up for sale and it sells. Yeah. What's going <laughs> through your head at that point? When this is happening, I'm, all I'm thinking in my head is how, you know, how I uh, to get my thing up and moving because I was doing takeout. I was doing entrees ready to be baked in your oven, delivered to your home, contactless. And that's kind of what I focused on. So having mentioned that, I had catering jobs booked for the summer, a couple of weddings, a couple of larger events. 
and they had to cancel. Farmers market did open in May, uh, very limited. We started with a pre-order, an online store, and people would show up, and it was very, very trying. We'd sell like four things the first couple weeks. Once they started opening up, that got really busy as well. I started looking at my business. People are really into these things. Everything's packaged, everything oven ready, like pick up, drop off, no contact. You're not in somebody's house. And that's where I had to change my game because usually with a catering job, you roll in and you set your tables up and you steam tables and you get your, you're in there. Maybe I've got a chef working with me or two and you're, you're standing in there serving people food. Well, we all know that that, that didn't happen. Everything I did this past Christmas, they had to be under 10 people because we were in lockdown. So in the past, I was doing parties of 25, 30, 35, 50. Now I was doing parties of eight and it was a drop-off event like uh you know, I, I'm in there for two seconds with a mask on. I set everything up. I leave. I come back three hours later and pick all the dishes and everything up. And thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. I'm out of there. So huge change. Yeah, huge change. You move forward with the Everyday Chef's Best yeah. once the uh, closure of Woodlawn happens. Yeah. Are, at this point, are you considering, gee, when are things going to open up enough that I can get a gig somewhere else? Or do you start thinking in a different way? Well, well I... I I think in a different way now. When you work a lot of years in a restaurant, the hours are not conducive to where I want to be, what I want to do. You know, family, three kids, all three playing sports. Unfortunately, the restaurant industry, you kind of get stuck in these weird shifts and you're not home during dinner hour and staying late. I look at it like it's a young man's game. It was fun back in the day. I'm an older young man now at 43. Time to focus on my own thing and make my own destiny. So I will probably, I've said this to most people who have asked, I'm probably done with the restaurant job. Unless something comes on along that's part-time that I could just kind of supplement while doing my own thing. And it's fun owning your own business. It's fun. It's fun to see it expand. Like I have a huge clientele now. People call on me every day of the week to do something for their families. And that's fun. And I know that I, I built this from the ground up. I did it myself with the help of my wife and some, and, and some people that have worked with me and worked for me. It's something to be proud of, I think. I don't know. That, that's where I am at this point. Who good, knows? Good for you. <laughs> change. If COVID hadn't happened, if the woodlawn hadn't sold, if you were still doing what you had been doing for 18 years, right. do you think that you would have gone full throttle with the Everyday Chef's Best? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I was in a routine, doing a doing a full-time job. Having my thing on the side was always the backup plan. You know, they talk about blessings in disguise, but I, I wouldn't call anything to do with COVID a blessing. Yes, it may be. Necessity to is the mother of invention. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Take a leap of faith. I'm going to give you an opportunity to let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, your social media information, your telephone number, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Our business is Everyday Chef Best. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ECB Foods. Our, our website is everydayshefbest.com. You can email me at john, J-O-H-N, at everydayshefbest.com. Or call or text my cell phone, 905-373-8649. I want to thank you for taking the time today to talk to us about running your business during a pandemic. And I would like everyone in Northumberland to take a moment and focus on Everyday Chef's Best.